recently on aboard the Opal Star. The party successfully completed a Belair vault, finding an ancient yet advanced engine that should fetch them a very nice price. More interest is being sparked over their bounty, which was updated recently. Maria has still not been able to identify who Trigger is or what they want. After a comforting dinner, Fi sat down to update her mentor. We pick up in the middle of that conversation. Might take us a while to get there, but would also appreciate not immediately having people trying to kill me. Though I'm used to that. It hasn't stopped me before. No, and I don't think it would necessarily do much to Farida's parents. I didn't know her dad was a general. You would have known when you worked with her. Really? I thought she didn't- Let's get- let's get back to that when Victor gets back. But like, you said you did research into her? It wouldn't be that hard to connect Farida Hoa with General Hoa. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, never mind. Okay. I almost forgot that her dad was a general. That- You've certainly come far trying to help a general. And this is- Actually, no, it's not the weirdest request you've made of me. We're not talking about the other one, Z. Remember? No, I will never remind you of the thing you made me do with the fish. Angry emoji. <clears throat> Obscure fish job. <laughs> That's the first thing I came up with. Alright. <sighs> Okay, so as far as you know, the Federation hasn't found out too much about me. What you do for a living? No, I haven't detected any digging, but... Hmm. I don't know if that's comforting or concerning. Yeah, I'm just worried that they're gonna try to turn me into some sort of scapegoat. Honestly, with the way they've been behaving the past couple of decades, I promise the Federation didn't used to be this bad, but it's changed a lot in the past hundred years. Things started getting weird around when they figured out the Ashen Guard. Speaking of the Ashen Guard, you don't think... I'm not even sure how to phrase this. Um, do you know how they get the... I know the theories. They tend to keep that under lock and key, and I still have not cracked those computers, and it's frustrating me to no end. I hacked the president, and I can't get into this dude's computer. It's irritating the daylights out of me. Then again, the president's near head, so... For the Ashen Forged, here in the Alliance, I don't have the specifics, but... It involves the crucibles and then donated biologic material of people, of beings, who willingly gave it. And that's how Ashen Forged are made. But the Ashen Guard... I'm just concerned about possibly who might be used for that. I will start looking into that once I fully digest what you just said. Fair enough. It takes a lot of getting used to, but it's... You know I'm still looking into that, right? I know. I still haven't found any information on them having anyone. I know, but wouldn't that be the best way to get rid of them? Make sure they can't talk? Or we've talked about this. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. There's no good in it. Focus on what you do know, what you can control, and we will find out what happened. Just let me find that answer. You focus on your situation right now. Okay. Then do you have any possible ideas on how to better find out who this person is, or... Find out what they want from us? That they want us alive for some reason? They have to have had some kind of clear indication that you know what they want to know. So look at the timeline and see what 
information about you all was out there. It could be related to the artifact you stole. Maybe they want it back or there's information connected to it. You know how powerful knowledge can be and historical and all, and people can do all kinds of things with that. Hmm, okay. I mean, I'll keep an eye out and see if there's any mention or knowledge about a trigger over here, but there's no guarantees. Yeah, I, f- I figured it was a long shot. It's coming from the Alliance Shadow Net, so I just figured it'd be better to ask. I might know a couple of people that could possibly be on that side. I'll ask, but if you're able to find out who he is before he finds you, that's that's going to be to find him first. Yeah. Assuming it's a him. Gender's hard to tell behind usernames. Yeah. And in real people sometimes. Had some kid call me ma'am today. I mean, it might have had something to do with my disguise, but... <sighs> Alright. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask about that. If you want to roll inside your kid, he's trying to, like, make you laugh a little bit. Okay. Alright. I'll try to find out whatever I can about what happened that couple days ago. See about that. I just... This hasn't necessarily been a problem for me, but did you ever have an issue with your professional life leading into your personal one in this line of work? Sweetie, I'm 200 years old. Yes. Alright, yeah. It's just, at most, I would say about a couple people know what I actually do, well, did, for a living. (laughs) the person on the ship who's known me longest doesn't even know she just thinks I'm a hacker which is not necessarily incorrect but I just don't want this to have to be a professional meeting between myself and Trigger hopefully it won't have to be but Maybe in this part of space you won't have to hide as much. Though, I say this knowing you've not always been the best about sharing things. Some things are kind of just history at this point. People don't want to just listen to your sob stories as much. Yeah, but you aren't having to hide there from what you were hiding from here. I'm not saying blast about it on the internet, but... Maybe figure out how to start telling people. Maybe, but... I know it's hard. I know how hard it can be telling people, but I also know how hard it can be not telling them. It sounds like you're with good people you've been through a lot with. and Just think about it. I will, but there are other things to consider right now. Of course. Well, I'm always here if you need me, but I do need to duck out. I've got a meeting scheduled. Need to see a man about a horse. He's gathering supplies. Okay, alright. Just like rainy day supply stuff. Alright. Thanks, Z. If you need anything else, let me know. Also, tell the... There's pause. Farida, right? Yeah. Her parents are still fine. Still haven't been able to make contact with them, but I'm working on it. And it looks like they're getting ready to take a vacation or a leave of absence or something, step away. Mm-hmm. Understandable, the world thinks they they just lost their daughter, but I, I'll keep keeping an eye on them. Alright, thank you. At a distance. Their guards are really good. Alright, see you, see. Stay safe, kid. Thanks. You as well. Where's the fun in that? And then he logs off. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Anna, do you want to walk in around now? Yes. <laughs> Just walks in after it buys finish having this very deep conversation. Knock, knock. Yes? So I'd open the door. Um, hi. Do you have a minute? Yeah, sure. Is everything alright? Maybe. Okay. 
I noticed earlier when I asked for dinner suggestions. Actually, can I come in? Uh huh. Yes, of course. When I asked for dinner suggestions, you hesitated before you said no. You and Farida have lost a lot coming here. At least she's gained a music career, but you've you lost everything. The only thing you've gained is a bounty. I've gotten some of my life back. That doesn't feel fair. And I want to do what I can to make this less difficult. And if that means all I can do is make food that is comforting, that's what I want to do. And I understand if maybe it's homesickness is all it would bring. But if there's ever anything you need, even if it's just to talk, I'm here. And I'm a really good listener. That's all. Thank you, Anima. It wasn't... The reason why I sort of hesitated and said no is... It's not that I don't think that having meals that reminded me of past times would be not helpful or would only bring like homesickness it's it's a couple things really for one thing where i mainly grew up was a somewhat isolated place i mean there there was some travel to and fro but we also kind of kept some things at least to ourselves and i wasn't sure if some of the dishes would sort of translate as Eldori cooking, and so that was part of it. And also, my family and I lost touch a long time ago, so it's sometimes difficult to remember what the dishes were exactly, so that's another sort of issue. I would almost need to research into some Eldori cuisine just to see like where similarities would be. But as for me losing everything, I I have lost some things, yes. But like I said, my parents and I, my family and I hadn't haven't talked in a long time. And I'm not sure they would know me. I've changed a lot since then. So as for me losing everything, that's that's not entirely the case. My coming to the Alliance, I did lose some things, but it's more just that I can't meet with people in person now, which I didn't meet with a good some of them in person often anyway. But thank you for trying to sort of keep everyone, have them think of unpleasant memories with foods that remind them of home and being here to listen. I'm always here. Thank you. Violina? Yes? Can I give you a hug? Yes, of course. She gives you a big hug. And she hugs back. Things I was not expecting to happen. <laughs> I just feel like, ooh, what else could have come out? Yeah, no, not, not as much as you think. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't think so. I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's hard to lose everything when you lost it all a long time ago. I have thought about this conversation all week. Just so you know that. <laughs> Anima, do you need to talk to anybody about your stuff? No. Not yet? I'm not going to do that. Nobody has asked me about it. There is a person interested in having that conversation, but they don't <laughs> feel comfortable starting the conversation until they have learned as much as possible to be useful in the conversation. So, <laughs> in case you're wondering why there is a delay, there is a series of open tabs on Farida's phone, <laughs> which is an intense <laughs> rabbit hole and several nights of just scroll, scroll, scroll. That's probably useful. Scroll, scroll, scroll. That's probably useful. Scroll, scroll. <laughs> Adam, how how are you feeling about all this? You you yeah, you've gotten part of your life back. You remember a good chunk of your life. How are you doing? I think I feel more centered, I guess, 
is the best way to explain it. There's still quite a bit missing. And there's still things I need to unlearn. I understandable. But it's better. Alright, that's good to hear. You also have a lot of things where, like, you know you know it, but it hasn't, like, clicked into place yet. Yeah. Because someone dumped a bunch of memories onto you, and then you're just like, um, what do you do with this organizing? Compiling background information. Estimated time? No estimate. (laughs) Estimated time? Ask the DM. Actually, Casey, roll me... Oh, shit. Wisdom with advantage. Okay. I don't even know why I'm looking. I know that my wisdom doesn't have a modifier. Okay, that was a 12 and a 2, so I'm going to take the 12. Remember when you judo flipped that guy? How could I forget? You weren't taught that in the Federation. It was an instinctive thing, and the, like when you mentioned not learning things, your mind goes to that, and like, wait, I didn't learn that from... The person who taught me combat training taught me that. I think that was Melobardo. You remember, like, a lot of the techniques, especially ones you've been adopting, especially since you came here? That wasn't Federation. I'm debating if Dottie was, like, trying to teach you the judo flip, and then your combat teacher's like, okay, no, 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 here's how you do it. <laughs> and then proceeded to judo flip Dottie, and she's like, yep. That, that's how you do it. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Are there any other conversations people want to have before they go to bed? Yes. How far uh, into my progress on the helmet do I make? Roll me intelligence. Oh, uh, that's going to be a nine. Sleight of hand, but disadvantage. Thirteen. You have the idea, you implemented pretty decently, but you realize like it still needs some fine-tuning and some improvements, both in the design that you used, as well as like the implementation of the design. Are you working with whichever you want for the final helmet, or are you just kind of like practicing? I'm working out a mock-up to figure out where all the bugs are going to be. And I actually do have a vision for where the bug is currently, which is everything works just fine as long as the helmet is not on her. And then whenever she goes to put it on, both heads and tails just plop onto the table as inert objects. And she's like, that's a no. That's a no. And then then they both like wake up and they're like, no, that's a no. Mom, don't do that. Don't do that again, mom. (laughs) Or telling herself that. Don't do that. Mommy, please don't do that again. What have I said about talking about myself in third person? (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine that she was trying to have them, like, take a picture of her while she's wearing the helmet. Then she goes to put it on and they both just fall on the floor and table. And you're like, oh, oh, okay, that's not, that's going to be, uh, some progress has been made, but it doesn't work. You have a design, it might just be the material that just does not cooperate with your Esper powers, like, at all. Mm-hmm. But the lights are working, the aesthetics look cool. Technically, the communication system hasn't been touched, so it should be fine. I mean, you might want to do some upgrades, but it functions. It just doesn't do a thing yeah. you want it to. It's kind of important. A little bit. Okay, that was it. That was my, that was my only question. Decent progress. You know, one of the big things is going to be finding material that works with your Esper energy. Oh yeah, that's why she's not terribly concerned. She's like, okay, this is this is a problem for later, Farrah, to figure out. The things I can solve right now are the mechanics, and that's it. Anything that's a material issue, I can't deal with unless I have access to a shop. And currently, we're in house arrest, so no. Yeah. Anyone else doing anything before you go to bed? I mean, Vi may try to think about what happened like a couple days ago to trigger this bounty, but I don't know if that would require a roll or anything. Or just her starting to think about it. I know I have to figure it out. I'm gonna say lore. Ooh, that's an eight. You're not really sure. 
The main thing you could think of was robbing Fenrith. Okay. For a minute, Vi is like, if it's about the door that Farida blew up, I'm gonna have, have a <laughs> chat with her. Very thin skin, considering I fixed that door within hours. <laughs> it's like the original architect of the house. That's who's upset with you. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. But when that thought crosses your head, you probably have the realization of like, okay, this might have been what he was talking about. I think I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Just has that thought. No, no time for conspiracy theories today. <laughs> I need to stop. This is not going to go well. You know how you get with those rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, that would probably be then. You were probably starting to do that a bit when you were talking with him, which is why he switched to a different name reference. Just like a girl. No. <laughs> you need to chill. Yeah. I know exactly what's going through your head right now. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do it. Just gonna stop you right there. We've been through this. Yeah. So I'm just kind of go to bed after that. Yeah. She thinks for a second also sort of this delirious state, just sort of messaging Farida saying, if this is because of that door, <laughs> we're gonna need to talk. If this is about the door, then I have some words I need to exchange with those <laughs> door words, those people that fixed the door. Clearly they did something wrong. <laughs> I currently right, have five dollars yeah. in my bank account because of those because of that stupid <laughs> door. There was also in the bar when you donated pretty much all of your money to charity. Oh yeah. Charity <laughs> yeah. Because you felt bad. <laughs> exactly. And the door. Okay. <laughs> Go to bed. I'm not even gonna respond to that. She does not second second guess her own decision to give away her money and in pen penance for uh, what she did. However, comma. It is a self-directed annoyance at having blown the door open. Have you done any research into if there have been ramifications for that per particular celebrity in relation to you impersonating them? Oh, yeah. We don't even know who it is, except Farrah's Fer the only one who knows, right? She might have had her ear to the floor just to see, but I think that she heard that nothing was going on or that they had gone quiet at some point in the past. Has something changed? There have been, like, some rumors circulating, like, oh, she's been at the party scene. She's like, no, still not into that. I think she, like, might have been early on in her career and quickly got out of it because there are ramifications to that. So she's very much for the, you know, not doing dangerous things like that. That would make sense. It's a good way to avoid going into complete obscurity far too early. Yeah. There may be a couple mentions of conversations between her agent and her people and the leaders of some of the board she supports that help with different recovery initiatives and so forth. It doesn't seem too bad since she does have proof she wasn't there, but there's questions behind things. Her life has gotten slightly more complicated, Tell me investigation, just to see how deep down that rabbit hole you go. Thirteen. <clears throat> it seems fine so far. In this world of sci-fi where illusory jewelry that can change your face is not exactly completely impossible to exist, it's probably assumed that somebody was disguised. Yeah. Who, why, where they came from, and for what reason they were disguised is deeply unclear, probably. Yeah. She's just very confused, and she's like, no, I was here. 500 other people can be like, yeah, she was there. Yeah. But I can also say that Farida is not, like, horribly concerned, because this is the type of thing where she would have rationalized that, oh, it's gonna be obvious the moment they do a little tiny bit of research that this is obviously an imposter. So the actual person, probably not gonna take any heat for this. Possibly, assuming whoever would be giving the heat is rational. 
that's not of her concern. And I'm assuming that if they are not rational, they're probably trying to do it behind closed doors and I'm never gonna hear about it in the first place because I don't have access to that information. So, true. Kind of live and let live kind of thing. And are you doing anything else before you go to bed? Nope. Everyone settles into bed and I'm kind of curious, what does everyone dream about? You don't have to be super specific if you don't want to, Alexis. I see your face. I can start. Yeah, you start. I'm thinking. Farida probably fell asleep while scrolling and reading through the wiki for the Ashenforged. Just reading and reading and reading and reading and reading. And fell asleep with that. I'm curious what would be the thing that sticks out in her mind as she's reading through that. What is the thing that keeps on recurring? What is the motif that she picks up in her very, very late night, drowsy attempt at vacuuming up information? Roll your wisdom. Sure. Because that sounds right. Because I don't know what she would get from that, but we'll see. That's going to be a 17. I'm just not prepared for this. (laughs) Considering that she's very sleepy, I'm okay with it being, like, literally, like, a thing. A topic, like, the last title heading that she was reading before she fell asleep. I think one of the things you will see is... I don't know if this is fine that she remembers, like, the first part of her life, but you might have been, like, kind of, like, looking into that. And I think maybe one of the things that sticks out is... At some point, all Ashen Forger given a message that was recorded to them from their donor. That's cool. So, to go to sleep, you get the feeling Anima does know who her donor is. Hmm. She may not remember, but she knows. Are there examples of those messages documented on this website? They're kind of private, because some of it's people who know they're gonna die. I mean, I would assume, yeah, it's kind of heavy stuff. It's either, like, people who know they're gonna die, or, like, people who just decide early on, hey, I'm going to do this. And, like, some might have a couple if it's someone who just decided at a young age, lived to old age. It varies, but it's kind of kept private, but you get the gist of it. I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. I would guess that they're each massively personalized. So... Yeah. This being the internet, and there really being no limit to privacy on the internet, I would assume that maybe one or two are here, in comparison to the thousands and thousands and thousands that probably do exist. And one of them could be quite mundane, maybe one is very personal, but of course, the people viewing it on the internet have no reference for why it's personal or what's important about it. They kind of read, like, you know how, like, sometimes people record messages and stuff for graduations and stuff like that like a parent recording a message that's what i'm still writing that's okay because it's they know they're never going to meet this person but it's basically them trying to leave a message go on and do great things so that probably echoes around in your head all night You might also have gotten that they get to choose their name before they choose their clan, and before then they're called a variation of their donor's name. Okay. Neat. She falls asleep. Alright. Via an animal. What do you dream about? Dottie getting judo flipped. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I imagine different scenes just interacting with Dottie. Probably maybe starts with sort of your first interaction and like other things you do together and the pieces of how you both grew to be friends kind of start falling into place. And I think one of the things you have echoing around your head before you wake up is Anima. Oh, that's the perfect name. And that's what's kind of echoing in your head when you wake up and imagine when you wake up. You probably miss your friend a little bit. Now, bye. <sighs> Should I do a thing? Because it seems cool and kind of fitting, even though it's also kind of spoilery. Sorry, it's a little meta, but... <laughs> it's up to you. Always. 
The Always. rule cool stands firm. You can be vague about it. If you... It'll be general. Yeah, it'll be vague in general. So, the dream that Vi has is somewhat common for her. It's not a dream that she's had in a while, actually. And it is a bit different from normal, but... She dreams she's in a forest. It's very familiar to her. She's running. Behind her, she hears voices that are familiar to her. Very familiar, but she can't quite remember what they sound like individually. She just knows they're calling. Calling for help? Calling for her, calling for what she's not sure. She also hears unfamiliar voices that she somewhat remembers, but she can no longer place individually either. These are giving orders, telling them to check here, check there, make sure that there's no one. And they keep coming and coming as the familiar voices get farther away. And there are other voices that are new. They're in different directions, but she can hear them. Main ones she can pick out are voices of Ferda, Nanima, and also Spectra and Tally, and of course Ty and Maria, although theirs is much softer, much farther away. But she also hears her mentor's voice, and they're coming from separate directions, and they want her to help, they want her to go to them to be there for support but she also knows that or she fears that the people behind her who are yelling orders are also hearing them and then suddenly she looks down in her hand in her in her hand as she's running is a radio a very familiar radio and in it she hears the voice not necessarily uh, only through her ears, assuming, because it's from the radio, but the only time she had heard it, it was sort of in her head. It was the voice of the Guardian, saying, who do you trust? And that's the dream. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> that was really good. This is why the rule of cool stands. This is why the show is so much better when I just let them, I'm just like, <laughs> situation, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's sort of a part when she wakes up. When she wakes up, she immediately goes to her pack and retrieves a little radio. It's broken now, definitely. She made sure of that. But it is still definitely the radio from her dream. She looks at it for a minute and then puts it away. And goes about start of her day. <laughs> DM interjection. There was a bit of a laugh kind of buried in the voices following you. The ones giving orders? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Was it a laugh she had heard before? You can't place where, but it does tend to crop up in the stream and some of the ones connected to thing. Okay. But you have never been able to place if that's like something that you heard, or if that's just sort of part of your subconscious <laughs> being a shit. Which is possible. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so imagine not the most restful sleep for Vi, but everyone else no. is mostly okay, no. but you wake up in different states of not quite in sorts, but not quite out of sorts, all of you. Who gets up first? Farida, but she's not going to leave her room immediately. Okay. Probably Anima. And do you immediately go to the mess hall? Yeah. So when you walk in, you see Spectra and Tali are there. Like, breakfast is- it's fixed, but it's not all quite done yet. Mm -hmm. Like, some of it's still warming up, or like, it's still on warmers, because they figure y'all probably y'all gonna get up eventually. If you don't, within like 10 or 15 minutes, Tali might start piping in the music <laughs> to wake up there. I think by now you've realized that's kind of like a trick that they've learned. 
different music that's good for the more gentle wake up versus the just setting your alarm clock <laughs> off. I actually have the song that Farida would probably listen to to wake up in the morning. It's the one I listened to in New York. It's very much her type of music. When Farida wakes up, she's going to sit up and like look at the last thing that was on her phone. And she's going to be like, oh, that's where all that came from. Saves the page, goes and reaches over to her a ledge that's nearby to the bed and pulls off the three coins, which sit there inert because she was asleep. And she flips them over, checks them, checks the three out, pulls two of them apart, flicks them across the room, and they just kind of zoom and wake up. <laughs> Pops the last one in her mouth, and she walks out the door to breakfast. Question, does she swallow it? Or just keep it in her mouth? That's a meta question, but... <laughs> the viewer has no idea. However, the player will say that it just hangs out, like on the roof of her mouth. Kind of looks like a reader, if you were to see it. Okay, cool. Okay. It's a darker metal than the other two. Okay. It's like, please don't swallow a coin. Yeah, no, that's we would be making context as Verda is choking, because that's like trying to yeah. get the size of a yeah. corner. <laughs> yeah. Emma, remember, she knows how to Heimlich. No, I need to establish this is a thing that does exist to reward people that pay attention for if it ever becomes relevant in the far future that there are three of them. Anyways... <laughs> And Vi, do, how, what do you... Because I might have y'all kind of arriving around the same time-ish. Yeah. Vi knows after that dream, there's no getting back to sleep for a while. So she's, yeah. You got a full rest. It just wasn't the best full rest. Uh, yeah, she's had dreams like that before, but not that exact one. So y'all walk into breakfast around the same time. You see... Spectra and Tali, they're sitting at the table across from each other, and as you walk in, you're Tali saying, they're actually pretty close, and they should be easy to get to without anyone noticing, and I've already talked to my friend there. Should have secure entrances, all their securities monitored internally. Small group, my friend knows most of the people there, so it shouldn't be a problem. And if we take this jump lane, points to something on tablet. They shouldn't be able to track us, and you did say you got the thing from your brother. Yes, it's been instituted. I made sure he double-checked it's not being in use anywhere else, because he's forgotten that sometimes, but it shouldn't be a problem. Oh, you're awake. How's everyone feeling? Perhaps I sleep after a vault like that's always interesting. Oh, I've slept fairly well. I'm alright. Nothing I haven't dealt with before, really. So, what are you two talking about? Have you found a buyer for our engine already? Yes, actually, we did. Tali was able to find them. The company is called Paragon Industries. They're rather reputable, and they have a lab, and she goes on to explain it. there won't be any external records of y'all being there. And she's found a well-used travel lane where could easily blend in and she just mentioned that the only information that was updated on the bounty connected to the ship was a docking number she swapped out the docking number for something on one of her brother's ships alright not traceable in the slightest bit question this is kind of meta off to the side and I should have asked before in chasing the person that ran behind the firewall was that tracked to a location or, like, a general corner of the universe or region? Not yet. Might be feasible eventually. Maria's probably working on something related to that. Or Tally, one of them. Okay. Because I was kind of imagining it, like, literally chasing them down and then they boop behind a, behind a wall and you're like, well, where are we now? And have that <laughs> moment of, like, looking around in the area of space where they vanish. Because then my follow-up question was going to be, if we had a yes on that, is that the place we're, go we're going to next? I'm just going to say no. It's it's not related to Paragon Industries. It's on the station near the planet, and there's a pretty small crew on the station. So there won't be a lot of people seeing it. A lot of it's kept internal, so we should just have to offload, maybe sign some paper to work about, you know, 
we're not going to tell anyone in front of any information we may have gotten off of it, and they'll let us get prototypes or the deal varies. But it shouldn't take over long. Sometimes they want to ask questions of the people who helped her retrieve it, so... I imagine this will take like half an hour stop, and there's a place where we can stop and refuel that's not too far away, that does not currently have the system working that tracks the docking numbers. And it's also fairly well frequented, so us going there wouldn't draw any attention, and then I'm working on finding some places where we can lay low until we figured out who this trigger is and what he wants with us. Alright. Sounds good to me. Sip of coffee. And you'll Spectrus sometimes uses multiple tablets around the ship. She still has the same one she was working on last night. Can I insight her to see if she looks like she's been awake all night? It's not something that I would actively voice or pry into vocally, but uh, people have that look sometimes. Yeah, you're welcome to. And anyone else who wants to insight? Sure, why not? I'm guessing Anima's gonna sit that Ooh. one out. Because she also didn't notice Spectra's reaction to when she let a name slip. That's gonna be a solid six. I'm still thinking about the, the little message thing. And I crit! I got 24! Did I not notice or did I just not comment? I don't remember. I don't think you rolled high enough to notice. The other two did, they just didn't say anything. Mm. She hasn't been up all night, Vi, but... She looks like someone who finally found something that she's been looking for for a while, like finally figured something out, but there's still pieces missing to what she's trying to figure out. You found the answer, but at what cost? It's a piece to a puzzle that she hasn't found a lot of pieces of. Oh no, nothing worse than finding just a loose puzzle piece. You don't know where the puzzle goes, but you know that it's never going to be finished. I have reactions I can't say. It's not quite that. It's a piece that like has given her more answers and confirmed something. But you also know it connects to whatever happened with whoever Jen is. It's big. This is something she's been working on for a while. This is the first time she's gotten a solid answer. Alexis's reaction is very spoilery. So. Alexis is free to text me the reaction because I'm curious as to what Alexis's reaction is. <laughs> okay, but Vi doesn't say. Farida, you. I rolled a six. I'm thinking about my coffee, about what I read last night. I got nothing. She slept all right, but she's also still distracted by whatever's on that tablet. But also, you're just like. Seems suspicious. Sip. Huh. Sip. And for clarity on what the drones are doing, most of the time when I'm doing things, if I'm doing something like that, they're copying me. They're not, like, reacting to me, they're co they're mimicking me. Because <laughs> when in low-power brain mode, it's much easier to just have them duplicate what your actions are than it is to have them do other stuff. So heads and tails, they're just, they look like they're just, like, sipping tea or something. <laughs> yeah, they're both hands out, and they're just like, hmm, suspicious. Sip. Sip. I mean, technically, if you want to act on any piece of that information, you would do well on the persuasion if you want to try. It's morning. I'm a quarter of my way through my first cup of coffee. It's going to take me a hot second. Every once in a while, she glances down. You can see, like, little pings popping up of messages between people. Suspicious. Sip. No, but she looks very pleased. Nothing to worry about then. So what are the plans for today? Sip. We shall be a paragon in distress before too long. The ship has been following stealth protocols. Since we found out about the bounty, it's been on. I've got Nell monitoring, I've got Maria monitoring. She's still tracing some information. Nothing particularly new. She's got her Scorpion, I believe is the name. Keeping her ear to the ground and feeding some false leads, but hopefully after we get the money for this and find a place to hunker down for a while, we'll be able to really dig into and figure out what's going on here. Seems good. See ya. So something that one can keep in mind about that, I actually spoke to my mentor about that, and he 
suggested that we think about what happened a couple days ago when the bounty was posted to try to help figure out what caused it. And the only thing I could think of was breaking into Senrith's establishment. So that may be something everyone wants to keep in the back of their minds. There's a possible connection because they believe that's where the pictures they got came from. Although, of course, they've been yeah. updated with images of us from the last encounter that we had. I checked the news reports, most of the guys are still in the hospital. Fared a good job with the ankle shot. Mm. Also, Ferda, I don't think his arm's going to be the same again. You're going to have to teach me how you knew how to do that. Oh, that particular model has some issues with its structural stability around the elbow. Usually it's a sliding joint, that one was a pin joint, so as long as you can break the pin, you can break the arm. Did not realize yet, I'm not surprised about how smart you are about the engineering. It's my highest stat. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, technically, mechanics is not as high, but intelligence is certainly the highest score that she has by a long shot. At some point, whenever we pick up our usual engineer, I feel like you're going to get along with him well. He's not the most social, but just give him the space to come to you, and it, with your knowledge and interest, you'll get along well. Seems I know a lot of people like that. Looking forward to it. He's an interesting one, but give him time. He may eventually use more than one word talking to you. He's an interesting one. In response to that, Farida just kind of looks up from her drink, and then like, looks around the room, pauses on each person. Par for the course. See ya. So what's everyone else doing at the table? Not much. At least for Vi. She'd probably be eating something. Probably be drinking coffee too at this point at least, because that dream was not fun. And then probably thinking about what could have caused the whole bounty situation. There's nothing to do right now with the engine. But that's it. Also, Annabeth, you now have the joy of remembering your perfect breakfast tea, and the ship has it. Yes. That's always good. You've still got pieces floating in your head and falling into place about things. Especially the name Elia and where that might have come from. Also, you know that somewhere you do know Dottie's actual name. She doesn't use it a lot, but you feel like you actually know what it is. Okay. Say, Captain, speaking of engineering, I was wondering if you would happen to know where I could find some Saurium-infused steel. Any particular reason? Oh, is this for your dude? Yes? Yes, the helmet. Here, check this out. And she's gonna sling uh, head and... Or, I was gonna say heads and shoulders. No, heads and tails. Um, <laughs> off her shoulders at the captain, who might try to catch them, but they're floating in front of her. And then she's gonna grab the work in progress, because she just kind of carries it with her everywhere she goes, kind of by one of the ears. She's gonna be like, check this out. She doesn't try and fail to catch them, she just throws her hands up, and they just kind of like both bounce into them. Yeah, and the, okay, now check this out. She puts the helmet on, and they just both become completely inert. That's potentially problematic. Yeah, definitely. So while Saurium-infused steel may not be the strongest metal, it is infused with Saurium, which is, conveniently, what makes them work. I should take this off. And then they wake up and fly back up. It should provide some kind of way out. And you hear it in your game, Mom, stop! Again, this is Farida herself saying Mom, stop to herself, which I love. <laughs> Their arms flail a little bit like they're throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Pat them down. But yeah, the, the sorium infused in the steel should provide some type of outlet for powers to not be problematic. Not as strong as your armor would be enema or anything that would be modern, but it would do a little bit of something. I'm certain such a thing could be acquired once we're done dealing with current situation stuff. It's a little hard to go shopping right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean this more of a... Uh, where would you recommend I start looking than a we should do something about it right now kind of thing? Or keep your ear to the floor. She just gets a brief, thoughtful look on her face like she's trying to like remember something. I may have a few people I know who work with that kind of material who may know where to sort them in a while. 
I may need to double check with my parents to make sure they have the right information for them, but I'll see what they can do. Okay. And if you happen to hear of a better metal than what I came up with, I'm all ears. Always happy to learn more. Who knows how far more advanced y'all are over here on the Alliance side. I have no idea. I've been on the Alliancepedia for like the past week just chugging information. This is insane. Yeah, there's quite a bit. I'm, I've been thinking about arranging classes that help you get caught up, but that will help when we have more crew. Especially if I ever track them where my engineer went. I have a storied history with uh, schools. I, I'm a bit more of a self-directed person. But I definitely appreciate the offer. And don't let me stop you from offering the thing to other people as well. I'm not going to force you to go like to the Astra University or anything like that. It's just making sure you're caught up on the important parts. Though we may disagree on what the important parts are, just kind of like looks at Tally. She's like, hey, pop culture's important. I think I caught up on that part at least. The other stuff might be useful at this point. Sip. Tally goes back to scrolling through her news. I forgot you showed her about the video. I was going to have her be like, wait a minute. What did you put? Oh, wait, yeah, no, I remember you told me. Never mind. Goes back to her scrolling. Well, hey, you're kind of sort of teasers doing really well. I still have questions about that. I pull open my email, the anonymous email, <laughs> see if they responded. There's no way that in less than 12 hours they've done so, but give it a shot. You got an automatic response saying that they're going to be out of the office in the next four days. And then they might get back to you. I'll just write, with no capitalization, thanks, period, send it. <laughs> Which I know I'm just going to receive another automated response that says we're not <laughs> going to be in the office for several days. But that's part of it. That's the fun. Your email is very important to us, and we will respond as soon as possible. Thanks. Your email is very important to us, and we will respond as soon as possible. <laughs> Does anyone want to do anything in particular in the time leading up to when you arrive at Paragon? Probably just keep on working on the helmet. Like, finalizing it aside from the materials. Tweaking the mechanics part of it. Yes, fi finalizing the mechanics. Aside from the critical issue of my drones being knocked out whenever I have a helmet on. Just a little problematic. Vi, are you doing anything in particular? Not really. Vi would either be trying to figure out what happened a couple days ago. I would say she probably doesn't think she's quite mentally ready enough for doing more research on the shadow net but she'll probably be doing that or uh, sketching so maybe like just kind of sit down and write down like important things related to you all yeah lore or just intelligence Ooh, okay that's better 15 the main things you can remember is you were at the circus you robbed the asshole there was also when you got the medical shipment. Okay. Picking up the medicine from the doc. Yeah, that situation. There was the delivery with the Vol in the colony. And y'all getting declared dead in a corner of space most people here don't really know about. Hmm. Okay. While you think, Anima, what are you doing? Anima is relishing her cup of perfect tea. I had a thought. Yes? I think is you're sitting around with your tea mm -hmm. and people like get up and go do their things for the day. I might be purposefully waiting until a good chunk of them have gone off to do something else. Mm -hmm. And Ferret is just going to ask, you said you don't have a collection of earthly possessions, right? Not really, no. Like at all? Feel free to insight her, because this would be cagey if it's out of the blue. Or give me a wisdom check. Okay. Because you're thinking, wait, did I own things? Yeah, that is what I'm thinking. Do I have things somewhere out? Oh shit, it went off the table. Fourteen. You have a moment of, wait, I don't remember what, but I'm pretty sure I owned stuff before things happened. You remember having things that were yours, that had sentimental value. You don't remember if you kept them up until whatever happened happened. But just like the moment of 
I might own things that I don't remember. Farida will probably continue as you're coming up with this realization. Anything at all, something really small, even, like a pendant or something that you might wear or that would be considered valuable? Not with me, but I think I had stuff before. Why? Well, I've been doing a little bit of reading on the side. Apparently a lot of Ashenforged have, well, donors will record messages for the people made from them. And I know that that would be a very deeply personal thing that maybe you remember, maybe you don't. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't exactly asked before now. But if you hadn't, I was thinking that maybe if you had like a sentimental necklace or something like that, I know that you can hide a lot of information in a very tiny space. And she grabs one of the drones and is like a very tiny space. I was wondering if maybe you've been carrying that information with you this whole time. Anima, give me another wisdom with advantage. Oh, God. Garbage, four and five. You get a flash of a faith. This seems vaguely familiar, and you think you remember the face of the woman you remembered a long time ago. The not dotty woman. But it's like that memory's not quite ready to click into place yet. And also, you didn't have anything personal on you. If I had anything when I came to the Federation, they took it. That does kind of throw a wrench in things. <laughs> I want to find that for you, but it's really far away and would be very difficult to do right now. Was it even with her when she woke up? Oh, she's taking Anima's statement at completely face value. She's fully believing exactly what she just said. Well, Anima doesn't know. Yeah. I imagine some of the stuff around waking up was fuzzy and very confusing. That's a fully hypothetical. If I took it there, they took it from me because I'd never had it that I can remember. Either way, Farida is taking what you said at completely face value and is saying, I want to find that. I don't want to know what's on it. The, the internet being the, what it is, I've listened to a couple of them but I do feel like it would be a thing that you should hear. Hear again. Or, fair. Farida also knows about the name thing. I don't know if she wants to bring that up. One really heavy topic at a time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I'm focusing on, on the message thing as the thing that she fell asleep to, which is going to be the thing that she's definitely thought the most of. I would assume that the name thing is kind of towards the top of most things having to do with Ashenforge, to be known about them, because it's very out there, it's, very, it's relatively public knowledge since it's names of people. The other thing is, like, the last thing that stuck on her mind, and that's, like, the big one that's bouncing back and forth, to the point where she's even thinking of what would she record to say to an Ashenforged forge from her. She's already, like, flipped it all the way around. Is like, whoa. This is a thing. So yeah, in that silence that may fall in the conversation afterwards. She was not going to make a move to, like, get up and leave. She's going to be like, okay, I'm here to chill. Keep sipping. Get up and refill your coffee. At least once. Sipping in silence. Who knows how many times it's been refilled. I wouldn't put it past the drones to be bringing her different mugs of coffee. So, like, each time the camera whips back to Farida, she has a different mug in her hand. <laughs> so, Anima, you just going to keep hanging out there or just gonna hang out for now. Oh, I mentioned to you at some point about decorating your armor. Oh, right. Yeah. I do not remember what the end result of that subject being broached was. It's been like 12 hours since we had this conversation, probably. Yeah. You've slept since then. <laughs> Once, but yes. Once in the game. Like 14 times in real life. Uh. Well... I have been messing with a kind of illumination systems and design stuff, and she pulls the helmet out and smacks it on the table and clicks a thing on the right ear, and the, the symbol on its face kind of lights up. I could make it so that you can kind of change the design at will. Like, you can have a couple of presets, and you could make your suit look like a different affiliation each time. It won't be super convincing, because it'll be a screen, but I don't know. 
gives you some freedom to look how you want. That's maybe a lot. Maybe walk it back a few steps, I think. Different colored racing stripes? <laughs> maybe not racing stripes, but it would be nice to have something else. Want to work together on it? Sure. Well, let's do it. I have no idea how many hours we have left, but I hear that the workshop is empty. Okay. And I don't know if she actually hears that. I'm fairly certain she would just say it, regardless of if she's hearing noise in the workshop or not, because her full intention is to move into that space and occupy it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're here to do this thing. This is important. You hear faint struggling sound, and you see Ty as fireman carrying Tully away from the comms room. She's like, I almost had it! I almost had it! <laughs> She's taking a spiral thing really personally. <laughs> I'm just gonna whisper to Tails, go get her a cup of tea, and kind of send him off. I can give them simple tasks, very simple tasks. And you hear Ty, you need a break? I'm taking you to the anti-gravity chamber. Fine. Have fun, Tali. <laughs> Will do. Hi, you can put me down, I can walk myself. No, you're gonna run back to the comms room. I would... Yeah. The mug of tea follows them bouncing down the corridor. <laughs> oh, wait, tight, slow down, slow down! Thanks, Verna! Zip. Anytime. <laughs> she just flicks back and the drone shoots back into her hand. It's like having mage hand, but it doesn't have fingers or a thumb. <laughs> It's just got two little stick legs. Like two little tiny toothpicks. It's like mage palm. Ferda and Anima go off to the workshop to start working on some new aesthetic designs. Cleaning up the suit, greasing the joints, making sure it all works before we take it apart and make it not work again. Within reason. We'll refurbish first to figure out what we can do, and then we'll go from there. And Vayu doing anything else in particular? Want to come along and watch? On one hand, yes. On the other hand, I feel like Vi may be making not necessarily a conspiracy, but you know the diagrams where they have like a lot of red yarn, and so it definitely looks like a conspiracy. Conspiracy board. Yeah. Yes, that's basically what she's doing. You are becoming the meme. If that's the case, as Farida and Anima walk by the door to your room on the way to workshop, she'll knock on the door and say, Hey, you want to come join us? Without opening, just yelling through the door. We're going to go monkey around in the workshop. Just let me uh, put this up. Just pinning up. here like capers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Vi, you get the feeling you know someone who could teach you how to, who could help you make a digital one of those. Using Alliance tech. Yeah, that's true. Nah, nah, physical's where, it at, where it's at. So that when we go into zero-G on the ship, everything just loosens entirely up. <laughs> that scene from the opening of Gravity Falls. But yeah, she'll take long. So yeah, we're gonna go and spend an amount of time in the workshop, cleaning up the suit, getting the old Federation paint off of it. Alright. Cleaning up scuffs and bullet marks and burn marks from lasers and all sorts of stuff where Farida is going to be inquiring, where did this one come from? What about this one? What about this one? Oh, how did how did this one not kill you? It like straight up went through the jaw hinge of the helmet. What? That was a close one. I don't know if Anima's seen quite that much action. To be fair, is the armor new to Anima? Probably not. Probably not, no. You just don't want to think about the one that went through the jaw hinge. Yeah, it's got a mark. You probably just thought that it was locked, that it's a thing that is just always locked. And Farida's like, well, if we... Actually, the one I took apart had one. Reaches over, pulls it out of her prototype, and replaces the jaw hinge, and like... Doo -doo -doo -doo. And it kind of does the Iron Man thing, where it, like, forms, and then the face will close. Mm -hmm. And it'll do the other thing. Except you were used to just using it, like 
taking the helmet off. <laughs> the helmet. And you're like, oh, this is this is what is assumed to be good equipment for these people. And on the other hand, it's like, no, you should be able to like hit a button here and the helmet removes its way from your face. Yeah. Also, you've used some of the like ship armor. It's really nice to have armor that doesn't smell. Didn't really realize how gross your armor was until you're like, Oh yeah, action one is going to be remove all of the interior linings for the armor, dump it in a in a in a bin with water, and just wash the whole thing. And be like, we're going to replace all of that inner lining. That's gone. You deserve good and new. Fix, 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 fix. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashen. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorel the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.